Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of our podcast, The Apex Show. Uh, in this very quick episode, I'm not really sure if it's going to be that quick, but uh, I'm going to, I really want to speak about one experience that I had or that I experienced maybe like some 45 or 47 days ago. Uh, it was actually swimming with sharks in Hawaii. And the reasons why I even want to talk about this specific um experience uh first off it was a very significant um event for me essentially of what i did and the second one is that uh, i actually had a speech um about this very same topic a few days ago and i just essentially want to tell you the same facts or say same key takeaways that i took away from swimming with sharks and i open ocean and uh without any cage which was kind of badass i guess yeah so just to get a, get you in a context, um, I it happened in Hawaii. I decided to go in Hawaii after three weeks in the UK. Uh, it was like I I've been in the UK for three weeks. I was just working there. I didn't really feel very good in Europe because it was too hot here. And then I just uh, after going to see the press conference of Logan Paul, like KSI and um, Tony Fury and Nate Diaz. I guess that was the name of the game uh, of the of the guy uh it was happening in london so after that i just made a decision okay i'm just gonna get away from here so i went to hawaii and there i was working there as well but then i had the idea that i could actually do something really crazy back when i was in, in london i actually like just re recorded a video that i was just trying to find some interesting ideas on tiktok and one video kind of exploded not really that viral but it kind of got a, quite more traffic and it was speaking about um like i was speaking about like i would like to go skydiving and i would like to go swimming sharks so um then i when i was in hawaii i just randomly searched uh, if they have a like a diving place for for sharks and i found out that hawaii was one of the best places for places for diving with sharks and also for uh skydiving so i booked it for the same day and actually but that's a long long story short the, I, I went skydiving and diving with sharks in a span of five hours <laughs> which was kind of an experience for me uh so first yeah like just to give it more context about myself like i've been i'm a very good swimmer i i'm not really afraid of swimming uh but i've been um always afraid of the open ocean i never really wanted to jump into water when i didn't really see the, the bottom and i was really afraid of like sharks and just open water and it was like always terrified me and not because i was scared but because i was like and i never experienced that and maybe now i have a very different perspective looking back on it uh yeah so essentially what this whole tour was about that there was one boat that took you like four or five miles out to, to the open ocean where there is a very deep water where you can't see to the bottom and they just essentially tell you that we can see absolutely anything out there and anything can happen but if you just follow a few very simple steps you're well you'll most likely be safe and like the types of sharks you can see there are like all of these big sharks that uh, attack human and uh, not attack human but like many different cases happened um I mean, like everything happens, like there's just so many cars, accidents are, are happening every single day, but no one really talks about that. So yeah, that's a different thing. So just to get give you a few like, main key takeaways that I took away from that, I'm just going through my presentation that I have here. Uh, so yeah, just, just that was that was like the, the, the intro that I had. 
just let me get to the first first point that I have here. Okay. Um, yeah, the first point that I took away is seeking fear and like seeking a discomfort. There is even this YouTube channel. Oh, maybe you might know it as ES Fury and it has inspired me as well. I mean, they, they pretty much did the same video that I am speaking about right now. So they there was one guy who jumped into water with tiger sharks in uh, Hawaii. So I did pretty much the same thing. Uh, so yeah, just seeking fear. And that's even a great motto for, for them. And even for me, it's just... Mm, like there's this one quote that everything you want in life is on the other side of your fear and also another quote that what's got you here won't get you to where you want to go and you have this this concept of comfort zone you definitely heard of it and is that like comfort zone involves everything what comes what you're confident in already it's just for example you learned how to walk and now walking or running it's in your comfort zone or you Maybe you learned how to write and now writing is in your comfort zone. But if you should switch your hands and start, if you're writing with your right hand, you should start writing with your left hand. That That is not your comfort zone because you're not comfortable with this. And for many people, comfort zone usually is something like, okay, they wake up and they have a cup of coffee. And that's a comfort zone. Or they watch Netflix when they're tired or just they just maybe for some people and maybe keeping stuck working, stuck working the same job that they're working um, right now because they're afraid of leaving and they're afraid of change now that might be actually a comfort zone for many people and actually on the other side of the comfort zone is the growth zone or the discomfort zone and in the growth zone you usually have all the things you want to achieve because if you already achieved it then it would be your comfort zone and many things here could involve all the skills you want to acquire for example analytics or public speaking or getting to the dream university of yours or maybe launching a business that you didn't really launch yet but the thing that many people really forget about or maybe even the reason why many people don't really pursue their dreams is that in the growth zone when when people are really just striving or when you're striving to achieve all of your goals that you have like this involves just getting face to face all of these different neg negative emotions like fear uncertainty struggle pain and yeah there's just no sugar coating here you just go straight ahead, like straight through straight facing your fears and it might not be comfortable so just one of those um that was the first principle or first takeaway that it's always worth it just to face your discomfort because on the other side of all of the things you fear is is the better better version of you so it's always always worth it then the second principle or second key takeaway kind of like when i was swimming with the sharks i really imagined that like majority of the fears that all the people have out there uh even in the real world like okay i fear that i will miss the bus i fear that i will miss the plane i fear that i will do this or that i will for example like majority of the fears that people have are irrational i would say maybe like 90 or 95 percent and uh, there's this also one great quote that uh, by seneca we suffer more often in our imagination than in reality and which kind of makes very good sense and so you can really split your fears into two different kinds like the first ones are rational fears and the second ones are irrational and rational fears are, for example, the fear of heights, loud noises, or maybe sharks or any other creatures. You were essentially born with this. Like those are might be considered also reflexes. That if you see a big height, you go away from that because you like that's programmed inside you because you you don't want to get hurt. 
or the same with loud noises if something explodes you have this reaction that you Im immediately take cover and you don't do that like you you do it automatically because your body does that and but the other hand and, and like these rational maybe just to add these rational fears they're important and they're like natural and they're really good like if something explodes you take cover it can save your life the same with sharks if you see a shark you jump out of the water because it can actually save your life but on the other hand we have like these irrational fears which don't really make any sense like for example a fear of clowns fear of people or fear of ghosts i mean these fears don't bring anything positive in your life they just bring anything negative because not negative but they just prevent you from doing certain stuff that you would be able to do, do without the fears themselves and they can like help you to become a better person so yeah, I mean, hopefully you can see the difference for what is there and that some fears are just made up in people's minds and, and prevent them from actually going for what they really want. Like fear of public speaking, fear of I'm afraid of what other people will think of me. Like who the, who the F cares? No one freaking cares about what other people think. Like you're going to spend the next maybe 30, 40, I'm not sure how lucky you will be, uh, many years Um in this life and like the best thing you can possibly do is just not spend it wasting your energy and time and other resources press press precise not precise other um valuable resources on what other people really think of you it's just waste of time resources and everything else you have in your life you just don't waste it on that uh also most people don't take action because they're paralyzed by fears that don't present them any danger at all a very important fact that is very important even more important to, to remember and the best thing you can possibly do in order to prevent that is to not be one of them so just be proactive and take action and the best way best thing you can do if you feel fear is to do is any is to do in any way just just go ahead if you find yourself in a situation that you there is a very nice cute girl before you and you're just really thinking about okay should i approach her or shouldn't i approach her like there's literally no drawback to approaching her like just think about this like just it's a zero-sum game if you think about it what's the expected value that you would get if you would approach her like essentially like you have a higher expected value for your life if you approach her than if you wouldn't so you just go ahead either you learn or you gain confidence and you gain like so much confidence by getting rejected and even now, if I look at all the rejections I got and all the failures, you just you get majority of the rejections from, or majority of the confidence from the rejections. Because, okay, you start, um, like there are many uh, things that really happened in my life that I consider to be failures, but like many, like for example, I was like just, when I was young, I just kind of, not dated, but I just, I had a crush on this one girl. Uh, that was like, I was maybe like 13. It was really way long no, um, that was a long time ago, and but I essentially just wanted this girl. But then a friend of mine came, and he just like got with her first, and, and like they, they just started dating together. I was like just super pissed that he he took took her for me because he was my best friend back then, and um, like for for a while I really took it like okay this this really sucked, but. Um, then when I looked at it is that it actually helped me became a better person in, in the sense that okay because of that happened I really became more angry at myself which forced me to start working out like that's a benefit and 
I had more anger, which I used to study more and which I used to work out more. So my grades improved and everything else. It's just, you don't see the benefits immediately. You might, like, there are many things that really inspire you to become a better person. And that many times there are not many other things that could help you, like just kick your ass and just, just help you move forward more than actually big failures. For example, for Mike, uh, Michael Jordan, when he lost, I'm not sure if it was 90... Six, I uh, know 95, 1995 NBA championships, world championships. When they lost, when he lost that to Orlando, um, or like when Chicago Bulls lost to Orlando Magic, Orlando Magic, I guess that's the name of the club. Uh, like that motivated him, like that ignited a fire that couldn't be just, just, just couldn't be left. Mm, couldn't be just, just just blown away and uh the next season they became the best team ever like 72 wins to three losses or something like that uh it was just a superhuman team of but what they did they were just so angry at themselves and my Michael Jordan was so so angry that he just the next day after he he lost he immediately went to the gym and just worked out and that's the thing it motivates you more than anything else so um, kind of just just adding to that and yeah the downside of taking action is really that bad uh, for example asking for a promotion asking for discounts traveling moving to a different country or starting a business with no debt the cost of inaction on the other hand might be considerable like the biggest cost of inaction is i guess staying stuck in the same place which kind of doesn't really move you anywhere great the principle number three confidence is built on evidence ever wondered what separates confident people from not so confident people uh, it's pretty simple and the one thing is actually evidence so um, confident people have built themselves different identities based on the actions they've taken in the past uh, for example in 2015 this is a quite a story like i went to see a psychologist uh, and uh, well, maybe i was like 13 or 14 years ago uh, 13 or 14 years old back then i just went to see a psychologist and i like I was just doing some psychological tests for like, okay, what am I actually going to be good at in the future? <laughs> what did I, what everything that led to was that I would be good in entrepreneurship and I was just made for that and nothing else really interested me at all. Uh, so I did that and like, um, I did that and just on the side, we kind of made some psycho tests and like some other stuff. And she, she eventually came up to the conclusion that I had a very low confidence and I just like straight up asked her if there's anything I could do to change my current situation and just to improve my confidence. And she, she told me straight out, like, there's nothing I can do. Like, just really you could change. And I was like, oh, this really sucks. So, but the thing or the decision that I made that day is that I made the decision that I wouldn't listen to what she told me. And that very same day I, I just started collecting evidence like evidence of actually just uh, becoming a confident person and my confidence grew accordingly it's like the very simple similar case to i'm not sure if you've heard of it but there's this if you want to achieve something or become a different person there's this formula you, you should follow right majority of people follow and the formula is like be do have the first 
step is being the person who you want to be. The, the second step is doing the, the actions that the person who you would like to be would be taking. And the third step is to actually becoming the person. So in terms of, okay, if you would like to become a jacked person in terms of like being shredded in the gym, the first step you need to do is just, okay, be the person. What what would the what would it feel like to be actually a bodybuilder? You wake up and you go to the gym. Or be a, like, how would you act? How would you like talk about food? Would you talk about food like, um, I just am gonna eat fast food because I'm too lame or I'm I'm tired? No, bodybuilders don't speak like that. They speak, I, okay, I had so many macros of that that. A protein shake or something like that. Yeah, so you start acting like a person. The second step is you start doing. So you start, you start meal prepping. You go to the gym and all these other stuff. And if you put do this often enough and leave yourself enough time, then you'll eventually end up in the third stage, which is becoming the person. Just about the time. And as you're listening to this right now, it's just like for sure, I'm going to tell you like, it doesn't really need to take that long time. If you would make the decision that for one year you would give it all you have, you could be in a very good shape, like uh, for real. Yeah, so learning point, maybe also just to summarize all of this, that if you don't have confidence, you don't have enough evidence. If you want to have more evidence, do more volume, you will suck in the beginning. But if you persevere, you will eventually make all the mistakes you need to do in order to be good. Uh, this is very close to what Alex Hormozzi is saying. And maybe uh, like this uh, idea could be contributed to him. Uh, I mean, I'm very happy to share everything we he learns, but... Uh, he essentially teaches, but I take a lot of inspiration from that. So I'm just also sharing it here. And like the main goal of everything of what I'm doing here is to just share the most actual information with you. So that's the reason why I'm doing that. And yeah, essentially like just doing more volume, this applies to anything. If you want a lot of like public speaking, traveling, business, sales, sports, university, if you do more volume, if you spend more time studying, if you spend more time doing sports, more, if you have more sales calls, if you close more like spend that more time on launching a business like travel more um days in the year you will eventually figure all of the stuff out it's just like there's just so much stuff left to figure out it's just this is not a freaking rocket science if you look at the world there are just so many people living the lifestyle you always wanted to live there it's just not a rocket science the people are doing that and some some of the people are even younger it's all about the strategies that you're using it's it's the same as like, okay, the people who are driving a car, they, they aren't really working that much harder than a person who is riding a bicycle, but they're just doing something different. They're in a different vehicle. And what you need to do is to change the vehicle. Yeah, uh, that's that's the biggest thing here. So taking action gives you evidence and evidence gives you confidence, a pretty easy formula. Now, principle number four is that all fears vanish. It's just essentially if you fear anything and you would be doing that action for uh, like a very long time or repeating the thing you fear, then essentially there will be no more fear left. Like if you now, for example, fear public speaking, but you would be public speaking for like, let's say we will be public speaking 20 times a week, like for 20 hours a week. Do you think after like two months you would feel still, uh, you would still fear public speaking? Like hell no you would be confident you would be one of the best public speakers out there like in top one percent because you would have so much experience uh doing it for such a long time and there is even one very great book that speaks about this and uh, the name of the book is the obstacle is the way 
It's by Ryan Holiday. Definitely recommend you reading that. It's a great book. Do the thing you fear and the death of fear is certain. Ralph Waldo Emerson. And the principle number five is just be calm. Uh, as I already um, said this, like when I jumped into the water, the, the guys told me that I could really see anything and anything can happen. But after that, he told me that I should really be calm, have respect and like maintain some dominance, maybe meditate, get into flow and really like essentially just don't overthink everything. Uh, just, just be very relaxed and that's a kind of a thing that I also took to other areas of my life just really trying to be composed not overreacting because if you are composed then you are usually able to solve all the problems very easily and much faster than you would ever be able to and one more one more one more thought that I would like to leave you with is that your old limits become your new norms um, maybe you can imagine this if you know how to drive a car right now um, close your eyes and get back to the time when you were driving your car first time maybe even in driving school and i bet you that yeah, like maybe just think about it how was it did you feel confident i bet you not and how are you driving your car now yeah, i'm usually like guys looking at a cell phone or just just texting someone uh, or even girls like putting on makeup i mean your norms move and like so definitely like remember for the next time it's like fears fear equals false evidence appearing real so there, there was a kind of like speech that i had and and yeah um i mean that was it so the next time you feel fear just go through it and the sooner you act the um the less fear you are you will actually experience so um i'm looking forward to the next more confident version of you um, rate this podcast um, I'm sure you can do that somewhere uh, it will help us reach other people and uh, if you have any questions or anything feel free to reach out on my Instagram jacob-bartek and I'm gonna catch you in the next one have a great day bye